Thank you so much for joining the first episode of the Gal on the Go Unplugged podcast based on the blog. I couldn't be more excited to have Dirth Cass as my first guest. Dirth is the founder of Fierce by Choice based out of Boston. Fierce has always been about fitness, but it grew to include nurturing self-care, deep friendships, and so much more. I met Dirth randomly through Instagram a few years ago. Uh, We instantly bonded over our posts about fitness and coffee and our mutual passion for helping uh, others lead healthy lives. Now, I never expected a profound friendship to grow out of a random online encounter with someone I had never met in real life. I consider Dirth to be my modern day pen pal, and we uh, just discovered that we're going to finally be able to meet in 2022 uh, when she hosts amazing spring retreat. Um, So, so excited. Now, Dirth describes her path to building her fitness business as, and my cyclists out there can relate to this, riding a bicycle. (laughs) on a railroad track yeah it's that kind of bumpy that is hellaciously bumpy uh now fierce by choice though just celebrated their fifth anniversary and i want to say congrats dirt (laughs) and thank you so much for joining today for the podcast i really appreciate it Oh, absolutely. I'm thrilled to be here. Um, I love I love how you describe how we met. We definitely bonded over just common interests. And I, I have the same feelings about, you know, it's such an interesting, you know, social media is, is, is a strange animal, I think. Um, and to be able to meet someone and have a connection in a way we where we really feel like we're friends, but we've never met, is, is also strange, but it's strange in the best way possible. And uh, I'm thrilled that we get to connect this way. We get to connect, you know, you're going to be working with my tribe as well. And then I get to see you uh, finally in, um, in the spring. So this is, this was a divine intervention, I believe. And, and the cosmos helped us, uh, helped us connect. Yeah, if I was ever going to truly believe in that, it's with you because it's just been an amazing journey that was so unexpected. Um, I'm very grateful to have you as part of my life and that, again, you know, like that you would be doing this podcast. Um, And uh, I know people are going to be very excited, so I'm going to get into it here with you. Um, You know, you start your days really early in the morning and you're always pure sunshine. And I wanted to know, where do you get your energetic drive to empower and motivate your clients? Yeah, um, so, you know, it's because of my morning routine that you see the sunshine side of me. Um, it's intentional because I know that I need it. So I'm glad that it, that it shows on the other side, uh, but it's definitely something that I intentionally practice on a daily basis so that I can bring the sunshine, you know, to myself, to my life and definitely to my clients. Um, and that's, you know, making sure that my cup is full, um, really not just full, but overflowing is a big part of what really does give me the energy to empower and motivate my clients on a regular basis. 
I wake up, I have my lemon water, um, you know, an opportunity to rehydrate. And this is, this is, this routine has probably been going on now for about six to seven years. And oh, so wow. I do that and then I meditate with Headspace. I love that app. Um, and then from there I do a gratitude journaling, which is also on an app. Very easy. <laughs> I also then follow that up with some inspirational quotes and affirmations. I mean, literally doing like power pose, you know, arms in the air. I am activated. I am ready. All the things. And then I do a little five-minute yoga series just to get some blood flowing. And then I have my coffee. Um, <laughs> and I sit down and I plan my day. And one of my most favorite questions that I ask myself in the morning is someone who needs me on my A-game. And I literally write down every client's name that I have a session for that day or coaching call. If it's my, a specific class, I'll write down the name of the class and I list every single person or group of people that I'm going to come into contact with. Wow. Because it reminds me that everybody deserves my best. Um, and I know that in order for me to give that, I've got to fill the cup and overflow it, which is where that whole morning routine even came from in the first place. I love it. You have such an appreciation for your clients that you don't want any of them to be shortchanged. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's easy to do towards the end of the day to, you know, of course, just naturally we tend to lose energy. So it's important to recharge throughout the day. But for me, I've got to start, you know, uh, top level and then just stay mindful of, okay, everybody that's here today needs me on my A game. And that, that really does keep that energy high. Love it. Okay, so you you just celebrated, you're kind of like in the midst of and just officially celebrated five years in the business. So, you know, of which you've owned your business. <laughs> so in what ways have you had to pivot your business in the last five years that weren't, you know, part of that original plan of yours? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I've been a personal trainer Oh gosh, how old am I? I'm 42. Um, so I started teaching group fitness classes when I was 16. So it's wow. been a long journey in the fitness industry. Um, I did group fitness for a while and I thought, oh, it's just kind of be like hobby. I didn't really think it would be a career. And I kind of dabbled in that. And then I really turned into personal training and I was working at a club in Houston, Texas, a, a country club. And while I was there, I started to fall in love with this idea of just bringing women together. And that's kind of where Fierce came from. But because I was working at that place, I couldn't launch a business while simultaneously working there because it was considered a conflict of interest. So I had to kind of do it on the side and I wasn't able to recruit any of my current clients in order to start to build this business because again, that was considered you know conflict of interest and competition. And so it had to be completely separate. And so Fierce existed online only for half of 14, really, all of 15 and half of 16. Wow. And then in 16, I moved from Texas to Boston and launched Fierce Live here in Boston, meaning that I had a live component. So now we were online and in person. And that was great. We met the most amazing people. I loved it. Um, we were doing fitness. We were doing retreats. We were doing challenges and programs and kind of a bunch of different methods to get people uh, different ways to help women prioritize their health. And then, of course, once COVID hit, <laughs> like everybody, we had to pivot and shift. And what was so interesting is that 
Fierce began online. It was online only. I had women coming in that I had never met before. We, it's funny, we were using Zoom back in 2014. Um, and so I would meet these women on Zoom and we would have these amazing coaching sessions with groups of women, but I'd never met them. And then when I got to the in-person component, it was like, this is awesome. I get to touch you. I can look you in the eye. And you have that in-person connection that really there's nothing that quite compares to that. So to go back to online was, on one hand, devastating, as we all know, because we've all experienced that. Yeah. And at the same time, it was a little nostalgic because that's where fears began. And so very similar to the beginning of our fierce journey, you know, halfway through it, we're going through this, or three quarters of the way through it, the pandemic, I had women come in that I had never met. There's, I still have women that I haven't met that I've only known on Zoom um, that have been coming to my classes three, four, five times a week. And um, it's been a really interesting way to build a relationship. But luckily, we had this online platform that was ready to rock once we needed it to when the shutdown happened. Um, you know, uh, of course, now it's a blessing in disguise. At the time, I had tried an online membership because I had done the online thing, I had done the in-person thing, and I wanted to continue the online component. And I tried this online membership, and honestly, it just failed miserably. <laughs> just, well, you were ahead of your time. Seven people, I think it went down to three or four people, and I ended up canceling it. But I kept the platform, and I kept the content. So it just was kind of sitting there dormant on my website. Well, when COVID hit and shutdown hit, I was able to, in 24 hours, just kind of republish that content and now we were online and I had a video library ready to go. That's so, awesome. Kind of one of those things, you know, again in the moment you never really realize that this could potentially be a good thing um, and it ended up saving us because it got, it gave me some leeway, a few days to kind of get everything in order so that I could become 100% virtual during COVID. Um, and now, you know, here we are, it's almost two years, you know, in March it'll be two years for everybody. And we're still doing mostly virtual. And then I have about, I would say 15 to 20% of my business is in person now. Okay. So it's like a little uh, ebb and flow of circumstances. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I just think it's interesting how it's come full circle. And so even though we came back to the way Fierce has started, we returned to our roots. Of course, it's a different animal. Um, and because of Zoom, thank goodness, you know, we've been able to really continue to serve our clients who've also pivoted. You know, of course, we as the businesses have had to pivot, but the clients, same thing for them. They've had to be extremely adaptable and, and you know, in a short time, short moments notice, they've had to kind of, you know, respond and do what they need to do to continue. But I feel very grateful that. I have a loyal clientele who is willing to do that. <laughs> yeah, they're very enthusiastic. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> now, okay, so uh, speaking about pivoting and such, you know, people measure success in so many different ways. What, um, you know, is a symbol of success for one person is different to another. So how do you measure success? For me, it comes down to how aligned what I am doing is with my sense of fulfillment and sense of purpose. Because so much of, at least what I was taught, was success equals money. 
like success equals that's how we always measure like oh he's so successful or she's so successful because they had the car the house the money the lifestyle and i have to say you know as you get older and you meet these people and more and more of these people not everybody for sure everybody's different but it's not just because they have what's like financial success that automatically they're happy and that was a really big kind of awakening moment for me um particularly you know prior to me moving here i was married and i was surrounded by a lot of people who were financially successful and there was a you know they weren't happy just because they had success and i think that our financial success and for me that was even more of a validation that you know as long as you stay true to your core values as long as you stay aligned to why you're doing what you're doing and you're true to yourself i think that's that's a big component then you'll always find success and it's important to define what your own success is for you because i for so many years as as i think many people do or i was a people pleaser uh, i think i'm a recovering people pleaser i still i still have slippers <laughs> um when you're a people pleaser you definitely try to follow someone else's definition of success and the and the the tragedy with that is that you always fall short and then you start to believe that you can't do it you're not enough all the limiting beliefs pop in because you can't hit that mark well that mark wasn't yours to hit anyway cuz someone else said it and so once i started to realize like i don't even want that lifestyle or that kind of you know i don't want to live that life or have those experiences i want to make sure that my heart is full i want to make sure that when i wake up i know that that i'm integral and and i have intention behind what i'm doing and that what i'm doing matters from from the viewpoint of making true change in people's lives regardless of what the bank account shows um because there have been times in my life where i had a lot more money and I was miserable. It's actually kind of in a long roundabout way is what got me to creating fears in the first place. Was hitting a low point and and from success on the outside world, man, I was hitting all those boxes, but internally, so I missed the mark so much and it was because I was not aligned with who I truly am, not aligned with my purpose and not aligned with like truly my core values. So when I'm hitting those, that's when I feel successful. I can completely see that for you because you know that adage money can't buy happiness you know i see you as a person that it's not about the money you know you're about like your community your clients the people you know um and i think that's one of the many things that makes you uh such an amazing woman so thank you <laughs> Now, okay, you inspire obviously so many people, you know, um again like your clients, your friends. Um but who inspires you and and why? You know, I love this question. Um I I truly find inspiration from a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Um and men women you know children um big people of all walks of life all ages and and everything in between but the the common trait that i find inspiring is that people are doing exactly what they want to do the way they want to do it and it's not necessarily that they're be you know rude or at the sacrifice of anybody else they just know who they are and what they want and they go for it that to me is the most inspiring thing to see and someone you know, I actually met a woman her name is Anna Perry and I met her at a at a 
High Performance Academy conference, which is with Brendan Burchard. And I remember she said, oh, yeah, I take three months off in the summer and I go to Hawaii. I'm like, how in the world do you do that? <laughs> she said, well, I knew that when I started my business, I wanted to work nine months out of the year and play for three months of the year. I love the beach. I love Hawaii. So I made it happen. That inspires me because, again, that kind of going back to success, defining your own success and then following through, knowing that you can write the rules of your life and your business. Um, there's a quote, and I don't know who said the quote, but I heard it in Marie Forleo's book, uh, Everything is Figure Outable, which is a great book, by the way. But she's. I gotta look this up. Requote re somebody else, and she said, you know, the bad news is that time flies. The good news is that you're the pilot. Oh, I love that. Isn't that great? And I, yes. I can't give the person who said the quote credit, but. What I love, that's what I love. That inspires me is that you truly understand, right? Number one, understand. And then number two, take responsibility yep. for the fact that you're the pilot. And so you, you like, you drive the bus, baby. You, you fly the plane. Like you dictate the direction that you're going to go and you go all in. No half in, half out, one foot out the door, like both feet in all the way, do it. And there's, there's, too many people to name, but that is definitely a common trait across all the people that I personally find inspiring. Well, that's a quote I am now going to hold dear because that is a kick bleep quote. There. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's like, oh, yes. Well, okay. So, you know, as a word smith person words are very like deep and meaningful to me I, i've always had this uh sensitivity to words since i was a little girl and um you know speaking about quotes in in your signature you use a quote let the beauty of what you love be what you do uh by rumi and i was wondering like why is that quote in your signature meaningful to you yeah, I love that quote. Um, it's so funny because even when I get emails back from people and, you know, you kind of scroll through the email and you read the response and then you see your previous email and your signature, every time I see it, I think, I love that quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's partly why I chose it. it. It resonates with me. But what it means to me and the reason why I chose to include that in every email was that, again, it kind of goes back to the last two things we were just talking about, how you define success and you flying the plane, right? Like you being the pilot of your time is that I absolutely love, I absolutely love what I do. I, I say it all the time that I would do it for free. I have done it for free many times. <laughs> um, and it, when I, what I believe is that when you love what you do and that is where you put your energy, your intention and your effort, it is truly beautiful and you find harmony. That doesn't mean that there are days, you know, there's always going to be days where you're tired. There's always days where it feels tough. There's always days where you think, what am I doing? There's always days where you have those up and downs simply because we, that's human, right? That's human. However, when I know that I'm doing this out of love for what I do, which is, which is really um, coaching now women to see themselves the way I see them, to watch someone figure out how to flip the lens on themselves and see what they're capable of. I love that. And there's so many ways that we do that in the fierce life, but that's powerful. 
loving, I, when you love what you do, and that is how you spend your time, there's ease, there's peace. It is, like I said, harmony. Things start, they fall into place, and you're aligned. You're aligned with, with your values, you're aligned with what's important, and um, it's something that you can do every day. And that's why, that's why I love that quote. To me, it's, it's the essence of, what, of how I wanna show up and who I ultimately wanna be. Well, that's beautiful, and I think it's one thing for you to recognize that in you, you know, um, but to the most powerful aspect of it to me that you just gave me like that aha moment is just the fact that you're able to flip it and have your clients view themselves in that way of what you're viewing them, you know, and that is just really incredible, uh, you know, especially if someone's struggling with, yeah. you know, a certain aspect of how they're viewing themselves. Um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I always say if I had a superpower, that's what it would be, that, that people could see, like their, that their reflection would be what I see in them. Um, because I think that they, I think that people would amaze themselves. I really do. I think people would amaze themselves. I think they would learn what true grace is and what true kindness is if they could, if they could just flip that lens. And it's it's tough, but it is possible. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, you know, um, along the lines of seeing ourselves, and you know, um, in yoga we reference glows and grows. And, you know, a glow is something good that happens, something that you're proud of. And a grow is something adverse that you learned because, you know, not wanting to use negative terms. So you have an amazing work ethic and you're constantly growing your business organically. What do you feel is your biggest professional glow to date? And what do you feel is your biggest professional growth to date? Oh, there's so many. Um, there's so many. You can choose more than one if you really want. <laughs> you know, I think it's my glow and my grow are the same thing, to the same the same experience. So I mentioned this briefly earlier, which is that I I moved here um, in the Boston area from Texas. And I moved here actually now five years ago. That's and I pretty much launched launched Fierce Live. And I moved here, I, I completely took a leap of faith. I, um, I had, had been divorced at this point. I w was go following my heart, so to speak. Um, and, and I came here for love. I came here for opportunity. I came here for adventure. And that was something that really was out of the ordinary for me. I'm a planner. I am, you know, I'm scheduled. I'm like, you know, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. Everything on my book is scheduled. I plan ahead. <laughs> this is so against something that I would do. And so that to me was an adventure. It was a leap of faith and something that I'm really proud that I did um, because it, it allowed so much of my grow to happen. Now, coming here, again, it was kind of, you know, you always have like visions of, oh, everything's gonna be perfect and amazing when you move to a new place and do new things. 
And it was probably for a while. We'll call that the honeymoon phase. <laughs> and then, you know, reality kind of sets in and you think, oh, I didn't think that through and I didn't think that through. And, oh, there's that. You know, my, my um, ready, fire, aim is kind of my motto these days. And I definitely did that back in 2016. It's like, oh, good idea. Let's do it. And then you kind of backpedal and realize, hmm, probably more to it than just a yes. <laughs> so that something really good because it allowed me to really explore this the relationship that I'm in now but it also gave me the opportunity to grow it fierce into what it has become now but man I hit a huge roadblock um, about a year year and a half in and I was ready to quit I was ready to give up um, I I thought I had made the biggest mistake I was actually going to move. So now at this point, a year and a half in, let's see, I was 37, 38. And I was thinking even so far as to like, I might have to move back in with my parents. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, and it really took, it took me hitting that point where I thought, okay, I've got to figure this out. I know that I can. I know I'm here for a reason, meaning here in Boston for a reason. There's, there's purpose behind this move. I was so, there was so much conviction behind that choice that I knew I was missing something. And it was simply personal growth. And so that's why I'm wrapping the glow and the grow together because the seemingly breakdown and what I, what I perceived as the breakdown in my business ended up being this buildup of my personal self to the point where I understood my a lot of my shortcomings. I understood a lot of my limiting, limiting beliefs. I understood a lot of the ways that I was blocking my own progress. Wow. But it took me hitting that point of, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing it to constantly ask those questions in order for me to figure that out. And I was able to do that. Um, man, it was rough. Um, I mean, literally, I lived with a client for a little while. You know, I lived in an apartment that I think I think the total square foot was 295 feet. I mean, we're talking like Whoa. it was a rough it was a rough uh, chunk of time. But if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have had the growth and the, and the the expansion really into what who I have become as a coach and what Fierce has become as an experience for for the women that have been able to to connect with me there. And that together, you know, when you're a business owner, you're you're I believe your professional growth is only, you're only able to go as far as you can personally. And so I feel like that has allowed me to push fierce into places that I, I could not have gone without that, again, perceived breakdown, but ultimately it was just a buildup. And that allowed me to dig a little bit deeper, grow some new roots. I really didn't have roots here yet. I left them all in Texas. So I chose to grow roots here and feel sturdy and confident and, and centered and grounded so that I could, so that I really could build. And that's when I chose to go all in and, um, haven't looked back since. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So you, you worked really hard growing your business this whole time now and, you know, unbelievable, probably that five years is already here, you know, <laughs> Uh, what plans do you have for your business coming up that you want to share with people? Yeah, so it's interesting because 2019, if I, if I look back at all the years of 
my all of my professional career, of course, particularly as it relates to owning my own business. But 2019 was my best year, not necessarily financially in financial terms. It was a good year financially, but it was a, my most successful year in terms of this is how I want to, to run the business. This is what I want to offer. We had three retreats that year. We had one in Costa Rica. We had one in Texas. We had one on Martha's Vineyard. I oh, had wow. four four I had four four to six week programs that I offered throughout the year that were behavior coaching, habit coaching, lifestyle changing type programs. We had one solid location in Natick, Massachusetts, where we had all of our classes, the garage gym, and it was an opportunity for us to have a home, one home and, and build out of there. And so my goal for twenty twenty two and beyond, but already in the works for 2022 is to replicate that year in terms of what we offer to give people avenues to experience the fierce life. So I have two retreats planned. One will be back in Texas again. Again, that's my roots. I was born and raised there. So I'll <laughs> go back. As you know, as you're joining in, we have our spring retreat in Taos, New Mexico in April. Yay. And we're at, yeah, woo And we're actually exploring some new spaces here in Massachusetts. I have a couple of opportunities that have actually popped up just in the last few weeks. And I'm exploring one of them uh, tomorrow. And oh, then awesome. I have one uh, that I'm going to go visit next week as a potential new home. And so that's very exciting. And that's coming up. And then the other thing that I'm... Like, I'm so excited about kind of pinching myself is is a group of young girls. So there's a program that I created called I Am Fierce. And it is a youth program for girls ages 11 to 15. And it's a fitness and confidence coaching program. And it's something that the more that I talk to moms and the more or parents, but primarily moms, about their daughters and the experience that they're having in school, which is extremely anxious and extremely um there's a lot of self-doubt and there's a lot of low self-esteem and there's a lot of just uh, it's sad there's a lot of stress and pressure that these young girls are putting on themselves and so we've we created a program that definitely gets them moving because i believe physically the physical strength that you have is 100% connected to the mental strength that we have absolutely so fitness is always the foundation but from that fitness, we're also bringing in confidence. We're also bringing in leadership. We're also bringing in, you know, how do you deal with stress? We're also bringing in some nutrition so that they have these kind of all the pieces of the puzzle at their level, of course, at these ages, 11 to 15, that allow them to integrate it into their life. And we're, we're launching that for the first time in November of this year. And so that's something I'm really, I'm nervous. I've never done it before, um, but I'm excited about it because I know it's an opportunity to tap into an age group where they really need this. And if they can learn these skills at this age, their ability to continue to, to cultivate confidence and um, leadership and understand some really healthy coping skills for stress and anxiety, I think that's just going to carry they'll be able to carry that with them as they go into high school and college and beyond. Um, and as we know, you know, the older you get, the harder, harder it is to learn those things. And so if we can tap in at this age, I think it could be pretty impactful. 
Now, I saw you did um, one of the sessions with the girls, uh, and I thought it was really cool. Is this something that you can do remotely, or are you just wanting to focus on like the one-on-one -on -one for more impact in, with girls in your local area? Yeah, so this, this program will be in-person only. Okay. It will be, yeah, this one will be in-person only, and I'm limiting it, actually, this first one to a small number of girls just to ensure they get adequate coaching. It's a five-week five program, so the, the boot camps or the groups that you're referring to, there's a, a, a phenomenal organization here called Strivers, and it's a running program for young girls, and the coach and I are friends, and she invited me to come out and coach the girls and do some so a boot camp style workout with a lot of affirming, confidence boosting conversations and quotes and sayings kind of infused into the workout. It was an absolute blast. I've done that a handful of times now. And that's really where I got the idea to, to make this a program because most of the girls want more. They love it. They feel empowered. They feel strong. Um, and so now I have the opportunity to, to kind of to really go hyper-focused with them for five weeks and dive deep into it. And, and it's at, towards the end of the year, which I love because a lot of sports shut down around winter time. So now they have an opportunity to stay consistent with training and it gives them an opportunity to reflect and prepare for the new year as it flips into 2022. Oh, I love that. And that is right up the alley for the gals on the go because they are of all walks of life and all ages, so. Love that, yes. <laughs> Well, um, you know, to check out Fierce by Choice and sign up for an on-demand class, go to www.fiercebychoice.com or if you want to connect with Dirth on IG, which I highly recommend, go to at Fierce by Choice. Uh, Dirth, you are just an incredible human being and I'm so excited to see how these plans you have, you know, um, grow and unfold. Uh, thank you for taking the time to unplug with me today, and I hope you keep inspiring and rock on. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Any chance I get to talk to you, I will absolutely take. And I love that we have the, the space, this, this type of space to share our, our mutual love um, for empowering women and coaching women, just connecting good people to resources that can help them feel their best and uh, it's, it's been it's been a pleasure to have the connections you and I have had so far and I look forward to many more collaborations <laughs> this is just the beginning my friend <laughs>